0: All right. So, Dylan, what do you consider a bad friend or a fake friend? And I feel like we all got different examples of this and we've had multiple different ones in our lives probably, but what is like your what do you consider a fake friend?
1: I'd say I I'll go the route of comparing them here. I'd say you can have friends that are bad that aren't necessarily fake, like your drug dealer friends <laughs> yeah. or like people that are, you know, cops, anything like that. I think if you're in any sort of field that arrests people, you're a bad person. I'm just playing. Anyway, (laughs) protect the public. Yeah, no, you're not protecting the public. (laughs) You you are armed robbery when you have a gun. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I'd say you can be a bad friend. You can be unreliable. You can be, you know, rude, disrespectful, whatever the whole nine yards. But I'd say specifically with fake friends, it's more like the people that kind of lie and talk behind your back. I think that's one of my
0: big pet peeves. Yeah, I think that's your stereotypical, like, initial, like, fake friend, like, talking behind your back, lying to you. Um, but, I mean, we've came up with seven different types of fake friends that we've labeled. And the first one that we got on here is the energy vampire. And I feel like that's somebody who kind of just drains your energy every time you're with them. Um, is always complaining about, you know, stuff that they have trouble with, and never really asking you, you know, how, how you feeling, man.
1: Yeah, always like a Debbie Downer almost. Just, I mean, as soon as they walk in the room, it's just like mm-hmm. literally like they go like a vampire. I mean, walk in pale, just sucks <laughs> yeah. the whole essence of happiness from everyone that's ever existed. Literally, but I mean. I think a lot of those people kind of have the victim mentality that it's like, woe is me. And it's almost just egotistical too, that everything is always about me and what's going wrong in my life. Mm -hmm. But it's never really, Oh, Hey, I'm going to promote positivity. I'm going to, you know, I'm at least act happy even if I'm having a crappy day. But Mm -hmm. I'd say those are the people that are just not fun to be around.
0: Yeah. I think the best word for that is just, (sighs) I'm not saying I'm perfect at this, but just selfishness. Um, Just kind of, if it's not their way, it's nobody's way.
1: Uh, Yeah, almost like a party pooper in a sense, too, that it's, Mm -hmm. they'll make it about them if it's like what you were
0: saying. Yeah. It's not like, hey, let's come hang out because this is something that you like to do, too. Let's do this because I like it and I don't really care if you like it, but you're my friend, you're supposed to be with me. (laughs) Stuff like that irritates me. And I'm sure we've all been culprit of it before. I mean, your friend, and I think that's what makes a good friend too, is kind of doing stuff that you don't want to do. Um, Yeah, I mean, there there could
1: be stuff that you love to do. And I'm like, this is just the stupidest crap in the whole world. Mm -hmm. But as a good friend, you don't think that way. You're like, well, if I can spend time with that person and we can do something that we're, you know, if they're enjoying their self, then I'm enjoying myself. And I think that's a pretty good quality to have is not, you know, make it so
0: me, me, me all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you think that friends have to have the same interests mainly? or
1: I don't think, and see, this is this is what's <clears throat> very interesting about, you know, our friend group or mostly my friend group at this point. Yeah. I'm friends with people from all different schools, all different backgrounds. I've got friends that are rednecks, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, yep. like, and that's saying something mm-hmm. <laughs> where we live, but I mean, it's... It's such a vast difference of people that like you hang out with on a day-to-day that anytime we have people over, I mean, we have people that love watching sports, and then we have people that don't even know like what a free throw is because yeah. they don't watch basketball or anything. Mm-hmm. And I think it just goes to show regardless of the types of people, we still all just communicate and have a good time regardless if there's this mutual interest that we're all sharing yeah, or not. I agree
0: with that, yeah. It's kinda of, I mean, there was probably some point in every friend that you have that there was some kind of mutual interest that Yeah. Say, I don't really yeah. like paintball or something like that, but say you went to a paintball thing, you made a friend there, mm-hmm. they come to your house, they find out you like sports. You don't really have to yeah, connect yeah. on the sport level now because you've already had that that like paintball or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. As, uh, I'd say you can definitely connect through more than one alley. But I'd say, overall, you probably hang out with people that have more similar values. Yeah. Because, okay. I mean, if someone, you know, is just addicted to skiing, and that's what they do 24-7, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to be my friend, because I've never skied in my life. <laughs> yeah. And I don't really feel the need to go ski. So it's, yeah, you know, two totally different things. But mm-hmm. you're still cool doing your thing, and I'm cool doing my thing.
0: <laughs> kind of get you on the topic of, like, work friends. Because... Mm-hmm. You don't really have to like what they like. You just yeah, need yeah. to be able to talk it's about just... your work. And I'm not trying to hang out with you outside yeah.
1: of work, but I'm just making small talk. Gary, go walk. The yeah,
0: lawn you're, or you're or my something. work friend. Just go, go do something.
1: <laughs> Speaking of work friends, though, um, let's talk about friends that are the calculator. Calculator. So I, I'd say at work on on this basis anyway, if you're asking someone to do something for you they're going to, you know, return the favor and they're going to ask you to do stuff for them. So it's kind of a healthy balance. Yeah. Um, I think a fake friend would be considered the calculator. And I think that kind of ties into how much have you done for me? Yeah. And they kind of keep tabs on, well, I did this, this and this for you and you you didn't do this
0: or. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I won't do this for you unless you've already done this for me, Mm -hmm. which is not a healthy relationship because, if there's times where you can do two things in a row, two nice things in a row yeah, exactly. for somebody without having anything in return. And that's a big thing for like character is doing things and not asking for anything in return. And I'm guilty of not doing that sometimes too. But I feel like that's the aspect of a good friend. Um, is somebody who does that for you. And it's like, I hey, don't worry about it. You know, well, I got this bill. This yeah. And see, that's,
1: that's exactly what I was going to say is I feel like, And it's, I don't know if it's really the calculator mindset or not, but if I'm going out and I'm going to invite you to do something, regardless if you come or not, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. If I invite you and you do come, I've already initiated it and I plan on paying for you because you're accompanying me, you're joining me in something that I'm going to do and... I'm basically, and it sounds kind of bad this way, I'm basically paying you for your time to come <laughs> hang out with me. Yeah. But also, it's kind of a, it's a gesture. You took time out of your day to come do something nice for me. So as a result, I'm going to pay for you. And, you know, it kind of goes with the calculator thing, but I'm not expecting something in return. I did something nice because you did something nice compared mm-hmm. to if no one's ever started it, you're just going to sit there twiddling your thumbs until someone you know, takes you to McDonald's True. and buys you a McDouble. And then you're like, okay, well, now I'm going to go buy you a McDouble because that is a dollar. yeah. And
0: mm-hmm. we are now equal. But Feeding off that is, I feel like, say you, you're genuine and you take somebody and you pay for their dinner, for their time, you know. Mm-hmm. Which you should not feel like you have to do that if they're your yeah, real yeah, friend. No. But um, some people, I feel like some fake friends would take advantage of that. Saying like god forbid they didn't like have much money or something like that yeah they're gonna be like oh i, I can do this to get this mm-hmm. and which is so hard for the person who's trying to be a good friend because it's like okay I uh, i don't have the money to spend on you every time
1: <laughs> yeah like
0: it's not a reoccurring thing like
1: you can't just use me as a bank yeah because it's like well i mean i'd really like it if you'd buy me some nuggets right now or something i mean yeah, i'm just dropping starving. those <laughs> And you're like, man, that sucks. <laughs> you need to go to work, dog. I ain't eight in three days, man. And see, I think that goes almost directly into the next type of fake friend, which is the taker. Yeah. I'd say the, the ones that are me, 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 me. What are you going to do to, you know, help me get ahead? Or mm-hmm. I'd also almost group that into the people that take advantage of you more so than just Take stuff that you give, yeah. Because I mean, there's there, your kindness against. Like, you. like what you're saying, there are some people that you know may not be as fortunate as you. And don't get me wrong, I'd be more than happy to you know give to them first over you know someone that's living in a million dollar house. Yeah. But then it's also when does it get to they're just constantly meandering around you and they're like, hey, you got you giving out something, mm-hmm. you got something for free, you know, kind of just want handouts. Yeah. And don't really work for their own stuff.
0: I could definitely see that. And going off that, I feel like if it's a person that you've known for a long time and you just keep seeing these red flags, they just keep like almost using you and taking stuff. Mooching. It's so Mooching, yeah. It's so hard to be able to cut that off, you know, instead of just taking it forever and ever. I feel like that's one of the hardest things to do is have a good friend and had to be like, man, I, I just can't, I can't hang out with you yeah. anymore. I've never had to do you're that. You're taking God, so but, much
1: stuff from me. I, I just, I don't like being around. And you. that goes back to like yeah.
0: energy vampire, the calculator, like, I mean, it it's all in your energy. Like
1: all this stuff really does tie in together. Mm-hmm. Like th- these are more or less tendencies. Like you're not just an energy vampire. You're not just mm-hmm. a taker. I mean, if you're one, you, you probably do a little bit of everything. And I'd say that's kind of the whole point of being a fake friend is it doesn't matter really where you fall at, but at some point you're going to probably touch over, you know, at least a couple of these in your day-to-day life, whether Mm -hmm. you're, whether you even realize you're doing it or not.
0: And like even the best of friends I feel like will have some days where they catch themselves being selfish or Mm -hmm. doing any of these things that we've talked about, but it's a matter of consistency and, N- and not doing them over and over again and being a consistent good friend and doing the good things, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> as far as another, what are we, what are we on right now? Number four. four. So number four, we got the drama queen. And <laughs> I know a few of those, um, uh, just mainly like we've talked about, like me, 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 um, just over and over. Um, like what can you do for me? Instead of what can we do together to have a better experience or what can I do to help you? You've been down. What can I do to help you get back up? And I feel like that's what friends are for. And it's hard as a guy to talk about your feelings. Like
1: if you are feeling down that you don't want. Like And I mean, I think this is overall a guy thing. If you are down, you don't want to necessarily go to all your guy friends and be like, Man, I'm really down in the dumps because yeah. it's it's a masculine thing. Like, you want yeah. to be, you know, mm-hmm. happy-go-lucky in a good mood, which mm-hmm. to me is the polar opposite of the drama queen because I'm looking at it like a high school drama queen makes it like... True. Uh, like how, you know, it's about them, but it's also like, look at all this stuff I did. Look at what Look at what I'm going through. My cat just died. My... My cat ate my rat. I mean, like, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what the situation is. Like, oh, yeah, we're having a good time. We're at this party. Well, that's awful. My car just exploded. And, I mean, it's like, why would, why do you take the time to yes. make it about you? Yes. When, you know, you're, you know, being energy, you're killing the vibe for everyone else. And it's like, oh, man, that sucks. Do you need this? No, this is just the worst day ever. And it's mm-hmm. like,
0: come on now. I'm like, yeah, I'm having a real good day. We're down doing something I don't know and then there's somebody just like my cat just died yeah yeah I've had multiple situations like that then I'm like dang that just took (laughs) sucked the life out of me
1: it's see it's so funny because I feel like there's people at work that are so bad about this and I say that not because that it's it's not necessarily me 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 but it's if you say you did something it's well, I went to school both ways, uphill in the snow, and there was 27-degree wind. I mean... With no shoes on. Yeah, with no shoes. <laughs> well, I ripped the skin off my feet, just nubby bone all the way. <laughs> like, those, those people that exaggerate just their story over and over, I'm like, you're literally just saying this to basically talk about how much better you are. Yeah. Because at my work, it's it's all about applications. It's it's what number you got. How many did you get today? Mm-hmm. And I there's this one person, and I swear to you, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I got like five or six. That's it? You only got oh, five or no. six?
0: I got like eight or nine. And I'm like, good for you. Go do them. And then leave me alone. Yeah. I feel like the work environment is a, a huge place for that just because nobody wants to be i mean don't get me wrong apparently there's some people who like going to their job (laughs) but uh there's just some people that are just so down all day it's like you got to have a little bit of positivity yeah go outside (laughs) yeah like go take a walk you don't have to just (laughs) hate your life every day that you're in here i mean i feel like that's a tough situation anyway (laughs) i feel like um Those people that have that attitude,
1: too, that it's, I'm just overall better than you, and it doesn't matter if I'm, if you're doing a hundred, I'm doing a hundred and one. I think that will almost bring us into our next one of the secret, the secret hater, Mm -hmm. the people that are. You know, whenever you're doing, oh, yeah, congrats, you did 100. You did 100 push-ups. woo And then as soon as, you know, you're done out of the gym, they're like, 101, <laughs> yeah. 102. And His it's like, was yeah, he he screwed all those up. He ain't worth a crap. And, I mean, I think that's just, it's overall toxic more than anything. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what do you have against the person? Like, what is it that makes you want to hate them? But then when they're, like, there and existing, you're supporting them. Is yeah. it, like, a
0: jealousy thing or? Mm, I think a lot to do with it has to do with social media and, like, comparing it to, like, anybody, even your friends. Like, mm-hmm. uh, say your friend is doing, like, so much better than you, so much farther ahead of you in life. And you comment on there, you're like, hell yeah, man, you're, you're killing it. Good job. And then you go and tell your other friend, like, he's such a try-hard. Yeah. Like, what's what's he doing? I hate people like that. And he, I feel like he it's went so to, easy to, <laughs> like. He went to college
1: for four years. What a dweeb. What a dweeb. <laughs> yeah, like.
0: We stayed at home. And <laughs> yeah, we played video four games for two years. <laughs>
1: we shot our gun. <laughs> And see, that's the luxury of it. It's now that, you know, college graduate, I can go shoot guns, and I'm still just as far as head as they yep. are. You're like, eh. so, <laughs>
0: Still got that degree, baby.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you might be able to hit more targets than I can, but I'm probably still not going to get as good of a job as you because mm-hmm. you went to
0: a trade school. <laughs> anymore yeah you're right man it's crazy
1: i'm a secret hater to everyone that really went to a trade school yep because <laughs> i just realized what we're a jealous what a freaking joke college was
0: but wow. i feel like that goes right into our next one the gossiper because social media makes it so easy to gossip and mm-hmm. we were in high school and everything when social media really got big and it it's so easy to hide behind a screen and if it's your friend or not, you know, you, you would hope that your friends don't see your social media post or anything like that. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like trying to be against you. Cause most, most friends, I mean, I feel like will kind of hype you up a little bit. Oh yeah. Especially if you're trying to do something like, especially with your streaming and stuff, I felt like you had a really good community that came together and, um, within our knit friend group. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of good supporters and, um, I think social media can be a good aspect, but there's so many things that are negative about it, especially with youth and like high school kids. And I remember in high school, like if you didn't have, people were buying followers and stuff for cloud and stuff. If you didn't have this many followers, if you didn't get 150 likes on your post, you're beneath me. You yeah. know, like if a pretty girl or something posts, something like gets 300 likes, I'm like, Dang, she's she must be hot. Yeah. If <laughs> she's getting that many likes and it's, even with a guy, like if they're getting a bunch of likes, you're you're always gonna compare yourself, but I feel like people behind the screen hating on people is what makes social media bad and yeah. the gossip.
1: See, and I think with the gossip too, similar to what you said with like the social media outlook, when I was a streamer and I was doing it like regularly mm-hmm out of all the people that I did stream and play with, it was so readily available to go in someone's stream and see all these people. Oh my God, you're doing great. You know, you're making great content. I'm so happy that you're happy. Mm-hmm. And like 20 minutes later, after that stream's ended, you're in a Discord or you're in some kind of chat with them and all they're doing is bashing. Like, Dang, and It's, it's, it's just like that. And it's so crazy because it's people that are like friends mm. it's people like you see them play together and you see them enjoying the game together but then it's like well I don't think they're taking this as as serious as I am so I don't know if I can keep being friends with them because they're not pursuing they're not carrying their weight of doing what they want to do the same way I'm you know I'm trying to get a million people and they're they don't have that mindset so I can't be friends with people like that and I'm like mm-hmm. Just because you are not on the same level doesn't mean you can't be friends. Like, if your dreams is, you know, to be the next Tim the Man or Dr. Disrespect, cool, power to you. Like, go out, you grind, and you do that. Yeah. But the whole my idea and mindset that the life, the streaming is a grind, that's so washed. It's just, if you literally go out there and stream 24-7, seven days a week, you are going to burn yourself out and then you're going to take a month break and you're going to be like everyone else that's ever streamed for, you know, more than two months. And mm. all that social media following, all that people talking about you, it literally means nothing because now you're just another, you're not even a has-been, you were or never was. Yeah. And I mean, I think that goes with so many people on social media is like what you were saying with the followers and all that. All it is is a number. But you get this gratification that, you know, if that number is at 20,000, that's going to make me happy. Well, I'm at 20,000. If that's 100,000, that's going to make me happy. And I mean, you know, it tickles your brain a little bit, but it's one of those things like, what's the difference between me having 5,000 people and 500,000 people yeah. mm-hmm. besides just that content, you know, being
0: spread? Like, is that different number going to make you so much yeah. Like happier and social status so much higher, you know? And see, that's that's kind of the thing. In the beginning of streaming,
1: I had that really bad that I was like, oh, man, I just got to get 20 viewers. I just got to get 30 viewers. And then by the end of it, I was like, man, I just want to have fun. I just yeah. want to enjoy what I'm doing. If I have two or three friends in here that are literally just having the shittiest day of their life and they can come in my stream and talk to me for 10 minutes about it, that right there just made the whole streaming game worth it. Sorry, Rick. <laughs> but I mean overall that's to me that's the whole idea and mindset that if you can do what you want to do and you stay happy doing it you shouldn't really care about numbers or I agree yeah. gossip or anything like that but
0: you know it's so easy to get in that situation you see like you said Tim the Tatman and Dr. Disrespect crazy amount of viewers and it's so easy to compare yourself you, and that's on a really high level. Yeah. There's even lower levels, like I was talking about, like, in high school with your friends. Say say you were—we were in school or in college, and you had, I don't know, 20,000 followers. Yeah. And I really wanted to have a big social media— it would be so hard for somebody like that not to kind of diss on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because of your success that they, well, what did they do
1: that makes them so special? And that's like, well, they obviously did something either they paid for it or they genuinely did something creative Mm -hmm. that, you know, that's what got them. their following. Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't necessarily be mad at it. I've learned that you need to approach those people and be like, yo, I I see that you're doing pretty good at this. What would you recommend for someone that's never done it? Mm-hmm. And I think that also turns to the other side of the gossiper that's not just, you know, blowing smoke, but it's the ones that they know stuff about you or they find out stuff about you. And it's, well, let me, let's go tell all these people and see, see what dirt yeah. I can get on them yeah. or what I can spread about Those almost like, like rumors. Snakes.
0: Yeah. People who purposefully try to throw you under the bus just for personal gain, like social status. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's... The world today, it's so easy to do that because you can hide behind a screen. You can even, going back on like hanging out with your friends. Mm -hmm. If you say you wanted me to come hang out or something and I didn't want to and I told you some excuse, and then you could easily say like my Snapchat location, you could be like, oh, he's actually over here with somebody else. Like, think about that for a second. It's so easy for people to do that and to find fake friends that way. And I feel like there's always that um, curiosity, I guess. Like and especially if, in like relationships and stuff. Oh, yeah. have seen
1: See, you saying that, I mean, you know, not saying any names. But <laughs> wholeheartedly, there has been one experience that when, as soon as you said that, just vividly in my brain that I had made plans to go do something or let me rephrase that. I had invited somebody to go do something Mm -hmm. and they responded to me and told me that they were actually going to hang out with someone else. And I'm like, totally cool. Totally understand. You know, you, you made the promise to them. I would expect you to do the same thing for me. So if I invited you first, I wouldn't expect you to cancel on me to go hang out with them. Yeah. And I was totally cool with it. So I decide to go to the destination where I say I'm going. It's Chick-fil-A in Bristol. Mm-hmm. So as I'm going to Chick-fil-A in Bristol, I notice, I'm like, mm, that, that vehicle looks pretty familiar. <laughs> oh no! And I'm like, there's no way, right? So, you know, pull out your old trusty snap map. Not even snap map. It pops up a couple minutes later and it's on a story. Oh, and it's no. like, hey, Bristol, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, thought you were going here with so and so. And it's like, you're here with so and so. Oh, we were, but, you know, plans changed. So y'all were at the same place? We y'all went, ended up going to. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's crazy. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me that y'all were going to be down here or that you're going to go do this? And then I can just be like, hey. We're here together. Let's link up and you know go to Target, go to Bass Pro, whatever. Yeah. But it's just the matter of, even though their plans got canceled, why not? You know, hey, are you, are you still going to Bristol? Do you still want to do this thing? Do you still want to go bowl? Do you still want to go eat whatever? Versus, it's like, oh, well, we're not even going to say nothing to you now. We're just going to pretend like that. You know, we're doing our own thing. You're doing your own thing. Yeah. And it's it it makes me feel a type of way because I'm like you know that I'm doing this. Like, you knew that I had planned on doing this already. So you had to have been, like, walking on, like, eggshells trying not to see each other. It's like, how do you not avoid, like, I'm pretty sure Dylan's going to go to Chick-fil-A. So (laughs) I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A. So he'll purposely see me. And I'm like.
0: You think it was, like, kind of on purpose? Or was it just really coincidence? I think it
1: was very coincidental. But, you know, that's how the chips fall. Yeah. You see the stuff you see for a reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just like fake friend. Yep. But.
0: <laughs> I feel like that leads us into the last type, <laughs> the guilt tripper. Because like say in your situation, on a on a, a good situation like yeah, you're you yeah, yeah. like uh, okay man, if you can't if you can't do it, that's cool. Yeah. Some people won't be like that. Some people will be like, I can't believe you did that. Yeah. And- like why, why would you be hanging out with them instead of me or especially. Now that we're getting a little older and like girlfriends, wives You're whipped. How come you didn't get on Xbox? (laughs) You're a piece of shit. Like Oh, you were watching a movie with her? (laughs) Come on. You were enjoying life
1: outside of video games. Yeah.
0: And there's there trust me, there's a line. There's you can hang out with your significant other, your girlfriend, your wife, whatever. But if you're attached at the hip then there's a problem. Yeah. And there's no kind of contact with your friends. But you can't continuously use that against your friends saying like you're whipped, which I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm victim. I've called my <laughs> friends whipped before and they've called me. the same. Yeah. But there's gotta be a line where, I mean, they're supposed to be important to you too, your friends. Yeah. And that there's some people that won't always be there. If you diss some, like if you don't show them attention, Yeah, I, that's not really I, how I wanted to word it, but
1: no, no, I mean, it, Even if you meant something different, I think that opens up a good point. I think as you grow, you know, some friends become more distant in Mm -hmm. general just because... Which is normal. Like what you were saying earlier, you're in different stages of your life. Yeah. Some people, you know, are doing more than a two, four-year program. Yeah. And they could still be at college becoming a doctor and, you know, married and then, you know, potentially in a couple years, you know, kids and a house and all that. And it's you're on two totally different timelines. But at the same time, you can stay in contact and you can still be friends. But it's very hard to, you know, be in contact with someone that's, you know, states away and is always busy doing something. And I don't think it's anyone's fault necessarily, but you kind of have to, you know, have that line drawn that you acknowledge that. Well, the reason that we're not talking as much is because we're both busy doing our own stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because... I mean that's pretty much the stage of life that we're in right now cuz I have so many friends that like aren't necessarily in my texting every day, you know, I like, I'm not talking to them every day, yeah, but yeah, yeah. if I see them like it's like we never Oh my god. Left, okay. Yeah. You know? And I feel like a lot of people get discouraged our age cuz I don't think you're necessarily a fake friend. There's some circumstances, but if you're off doing your own thing I can't talk to you that much. I got yeah. my own stuff going on. And I feel like we all kind of fall victim to, do they really still like want to be friends with me? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I got a lot of friends like J.D. I haven't seen him in a long time, but well, he's doing his own thing. It, that's exactly what I was. Is that who you were talking yeah. about too? And like if if we were to see him right now, if he was in this basement, what, like, like yeah, like, it would be like nothing was like different. Not, not even skip a beat, but it's yep. just that. It's and I such feel like we got a lot of friends like that too. Like, yeah. even ever, um, Corey went away mm-hmm. for UVA wise, but he's going back to school. <sighs> Come on, man. But he's going to be a dang doctor. So, yeah. Nurse take, practitioner. Got Goddamn. I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, I mean, totally the same thing. But I mean, even, even to that extent with the guilt tripper mindset, that, well, I can't believe they're going off and doing something that's going to benefit them, mm-hmm. but it's not going to help me. Like, what kind of friend are you that you're going to leave us behind? And yeah, I think people that kind of have that, I guess it's just the victim mentality, mm-hmm. that anything that, you know, doesn't affect me positively or that I don't think is benefiting me is just, I think you're the absolute worst person in the world. If you can't <laughs> see the happiness in other people's lives and you're just that conceited about it, I think that's probably one of the worst things for the guilt tripper is it's, I have to make this situation about why you're yeah. in the wrong.
0: Like, Oh, you're off doing your own thing and haven't texted me one time. And do you even like me? Yeah. And yeah. I, I feel like that's just a problem on a like energy level. Cause
1: well, and, and you always get, and this is another thing too. There'll be people that you don't talk to for months at a time and they will reach out one time and say something. And if you don't answer they will turn so quick to that fake friend mentality that it's well, I tried to talk to them and they didn't have nothing to do with me. They didn't want to text me nothing. And I'm not even gonna lie. I kind of feel like that I had went through a stage like that where it was almost, I wasn't necessarily trying to talk to people, Mm -hmm. but I didn't feel like they were trying to talk to me either. And I I kind of, I just got the wrong reading of the situation. And it kind of made me feel like, well, I'm not wanted because yeah. if I was, you know, I would be included. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I think that kind of made me grow up a little bit more and realize, oh, well, it wasn't even, it wasn't like that at all. Yeah, Like it was a two, yeah. totally different situation, but it was just the way that I was looking at me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as I realized, oh, well, I mean, it wasn't even like that. It kind of just makes you step back and look at the whole picture.
0: It's a it's such a hard situation. Like, I guess I'm going to use it psychologically because, say, you have a friend that you want to be friends with, but they haven't texted you in a month, and you're like, "Well, they ain't texted me. Should I text them?" Yeah. Or and I wish that it wasn't like that because that kind of falls into the drama queen thing. I think the category. Yeah. Because. You're, you're almost the text them, you know it's, yeah, it's yeah, not like I'm, a dang girl or yeah, something I, know, I mean and I fall victim to that all the time because you get caught up in your own stuff and you're like, dang I ain't talked to this person in three months and then you're like do they think I'm mad at them? like yeah, yeah you get in your head see and
1: this is one thing that I don't know that it's really a fake friend, but I think this happens a lot more when it's someone like that's farther away or it's you know they're at a whole different stage. Mm-hmm. I really hate it and I'm, I'll be honest. This happens with WK and me a lot. Mm -hmm. Anytime that I have a computer-related question or anything that's out of my realm of technology, I always want to go straight to WK and ask him. Not because I want it to seem like that I'm using him for his knowledge, but I know that we are friends, and I know that he is knowledgeable about it. Mm -hmm. And it makes me feel bad sometimes because I'm like, well, I, I haven't been talking to him, you know, in the past couple of weeks, but it's also like the dude's married. He's living his own life in another place. I'm married, living my life, and I'm not necessarily avoiding him or not talking to him. Mm-hmm. It's, it just so happens something comes up and I need information now. Hey, can you answer this for me?
0: So this is pretty much your public apology to WK. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> WK, for being a fake friend, um... Welcome I feel like to the AA normal. meeting. Um, my name's Dylan. <laughs> hey, it's okay to cry. It's okay. <laughs> I, that's. I feel like that's normal though. and I feel like WK wouldn't take that as like a yeah. like a disrespectful thing, especially because he's knowledgeable of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like is if you wanted to talk to somebody who's knowledgeable about sports betting or, like, what picks you got. Yo, Blake, it, who'd you pick? Yeah, get Blake on. Like,
1: I'm not just going to – and see, that's what makes it seem bad is I'm not just going to text Blake out of the blue and be like, so, Blake, who do you think's going to win this game? Because I know you're so knowledgeable about this. Mm-hmm. I talked to Blake because I like him and we're friends. The same reason yeah. I stay in contact with WK is because I like him and we're friends. Yeah. It's just – where you're at a different point, you know, you're not going to see someone that's in a whole nother state, you know, doing a whole nother job from you. And it's, it's just, that's the way life is. Mm-hmm. And it just sometimes comes off like you're being, you know, an a-hole
0: yeah. when you. It's, it's a very thin line between that. And it's hard to be able to express that without, like we were talking about with Masculine energy, like Mm -hmm. you don't want to talk about your feelings with all your friends, you know. But at the same time, you want them to know that, like, I'm not mad at you. It's just we're on different wavelengths right now. Yeah, exactly. Doing our own thing. Like right now, even like with closer friends, even with Grace, like I feel like I'm not as connected because I'm in school with work and all that stuff, and it's a little much. And then there's kind of those like outlier friends that are Mm -hmm. you don't talk to that much, but they're still your friends that really get left out. And it's hard to not feel bad, you know?
1: Yeah, and I think, and I I mean, I guess this goes away from the fake friends, and it'll kind of tie into something else a little bit later when we talk about it. Mm -hmm. But I think there's different levels to your friends. And I mean, I always look at this... From the standpoint, you know, I got a hand here. Can I name my five closest friends on my hand? And if I can, I'm good. If I have more than what's on my hand, that's when I start to worry. And it's not because I don't think, oh, God, you have six friends. You're screwing yourself now. But there was a long time ago, I always heard this thing, and it's, you're only as smart as the dumbest person in your friend group. Hmm. So... If you hang out with a bunch of dumb people, that's how smart you are. You need to hang out with people that are either as equally smart as you or either smarter in another area. Something that you can either learn or grow from. Grow, yeah. Compared to if you're the smartest person in your friend group, then you're not really the it's smartest. that's a problem, yeah. Because there's no one for, for you to learn from. Yeah. You're kind of, you know, it's bond leading the blind. Everyone's looking up to you to be the one. And, and don't get me wrong, I, there's obviously going to be one person in the group. And, I mean, that's if everyone's friends. But partic- particularly my group out of my five people, everyone that I'm friends with are is very knowledgeable at something or another. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I may not be that knowledgeable about. But I'm like, if I talk to that person, I could learn something talking about whatever the topic is yeah, that's and I mean I don't strictly you know pick friends off of who's a genius and who's not yes. but it's a personality thing too if you're dull as a friggin board and you know you can tell me everything in the world about trains I don't give a shit about trains <laughs> I don't necessarily want you in my top five you may be an outlier yeah. you may be a very niche friend that oh wow I've got this project coming up on trains Can you hook me up, good buddy? And I mean, you just give me, you know, the creation, discovery, the whole nine yards on a train. Yeah. But I think there's that level to I would say overall I've probably got like five best friends, (sighs) as weird as that is. I mean like
0: I think that's normal. And there doesn't have to be just one specific like
1: I feel like that depending on the, the day because, I mean, that's that's how often it fluctuates. Mm-hmm. I could be talking to you one day, and then I could be talking to Brady one day, like all day, and then I could be talking to Blake. And, I mean, it goes between so many people that it's like, well, I don't want to say that, you know, I like you better than Blake, or that I like Blake better than Brady, or Brady better than Trevor. But it's like, these people are, occur so often in my life that it's like, all of y'all are right here, just... Mm-hmm. Neck and neck every day. One of you'll you know go up a little more, and then it's just this fluctuating ladder of my friends. Yeah. Which I, I don't want it to seem like that. I'm almost like, oh yeah, I'm ranking y'all, and yeah, you know, I like him better than him because. But it's just it depends on the type of day and whatever I'm doing is who I'm interacting with the most.
0: I feel like that makes groomsmen <laughs> so hard. Well, like picking and, groomsmen for exactly, your wedding or anything and see, like that's, that.
1: And that's another thing. Not that I have, you know, anything against any of the when I picked. Yeah. But if I were to have redone it, or I would have had like another, if it would have happened six months later, mm-hmm. I may have asked a completely different set of people yeah. because I have become friends, that much better friends with a completely different group mm-hmm. of people. And it's almost it's like... Different
0: stages of your life. like And it happens mm-hmm. so
1: quick that it's, you know... You go from, you know, one day it's you and all your your gamer friends to the next where you're actually, you know, living in a house and you actually have people coming over every week. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I'm hanging out with these people drastically more than... Yeah. Which I don't think it diminishes their friendship any. It's just the more... The more people you... Or the more often you hang out with someone, I think that says something about them. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna hang out with somebody I don't like. Yeah.
0: I thought my brother Jeremy, he, for his wedding, his groomsmen, I think he had, let me count them real quick, I think six groomsmen, which I guess is a normal, an average number, but he did it based off of, like, time frame in his life. So, it was me and my other brother, Dwayne, and then his two best high school friends, and... Uh, his cousin, well, our cousin. And then his last one was his best friend at the time from work. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a pretty cool idea. they like, yeah, you might've had really good friends at one point in your life, but you're going to keep making friends and there's going to be new ones. And I thought that was pretty cool that he put his like most recent best friend as his last groomsman to kind of show that different stages of his life. I mm-hmm. thought that was pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of what I was saying with my groomsmen is I tried to pick overall, like, you know, fight or flight, if I've got my back to the wall, these are the people that I would say, if you, if someone calls and says, hey, Dylan's calling, will you pick up? These are the people that are going to say yes. Mm-hmm. And I still have that mentality. It just so happens that now I feel like there's more people that would do it. And there may be people in that group that would do it faster or do it just you know more with more vigor and whatever but I just yeah. think it's very interesting to see how close and how good a friends you can become with someone like in two months pretty quick yeah yeah like it, it's mm-hmm. it's really crazy To
0: doesn't have to be crazy long-term friend it can be somebody who you just met that you can tell that's like yeah. cares about you and stuff like that yeah but I think now we can kind of tell the viewers some red flags that we yeah, I was gonna say, came up we, we with. We talked
1: about some good stuff, so let's we, get we into
0: some bad stuff. Some red flags to look out for with your friends to kind of just know what, I mean, exactly what we've been talking about. If there's somebody that you'd want in your life, um, because there's definitely some people that don't need to be in your life if they're causing too much negativity. So what do you think are some red flags, Dylan?
1: I'd say, and like we, we've, we've covered most of these, but... Mm-hmm. I'd say main topic type things. Yeah, I'd say people that try to use you and kind of take advantage of you. I'd say that's probably one of the main red flags is that's something you can normally tell pretty easy that this person's only around whenever, you know, they want or need something
0: or mm-hmm. And whenever it becomes increasingly obvious that Yeah. these different types of scenarios start coming up like using me for I've never had this happen to me personally, but like for money, I don't know if people have that problem. I mean, I know they do, but, um, even like experiences. So say you're traveling or something, they're like, Oh, can I come? Can I come? Whenever it's like, "Okay, you came on the last three. Let's just, you know, (laughs) um, and I feel like another one is bragging, like trying to put, put yourself above somebody. Yeah. Who's supposed to be your friend. I feel like if you got a friend that's doing that, that's something you should seriously look out for. And can we normalize having conversations with people to say, listen, man, I don't like what you're doing and it's bringing me down. You yeah. Know? It's not normal for some reason. It's like, I'm going to just hide this. I'm going to, like, hope that you stop instead of...
1: Like, you can be an asshole, and I'm just going to sit here and let you be an asshole. Yeah, and then I'm going to go complain about it, and then nothing will ever change. And now when I go to complain, I'm being a fake friend. (laughs) Yeah. Because it it, it comes full circle. Yeah. But see, same thing with the bragging. I think the people that kind of rub every little thing in your face, like, and don't get me wrong, I feel like that as a person that, you know, I'm married, I've got my own house... I'm pretty responsible for you know the people that I know yeah I don't like to i like to show what I get because I'm proud of it, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily like hey, hey look what I got you know like it's I think there's a fine line yeah. between you know it's the same like oh look at your watch like you said, did you see my new watch totally different than well, when are you going to get one of these bad boys? Yeah, this is like... the freaking Series A, dude. Exactly. And, my... and it's it's all about the presentation of if the person is genuine and, oh, my God, dude, look at what I got for mm. us to do this with or yeah. look, look at all this stuff that we get to use. I think that's a totally different look than, well, these peasants could never, you know, use these fancy mics. and Yep. I, look what we got over here. Yeah, and I, I think that kind of – Especially with the bragging part, it's just putting yourself on this pedestal that look at how much better I am at insert anything. And that's the reason you're not going to
0: do anything in life is because you mm-hmm. suck. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And like Facebook and stuff, people posting stuff on that. Like, say, say, me and Grace got that house whenever. Yeah. I mean, she was dang nineteen or something, which is impressive for a nineteen year old, I feel like. And she was proud of it, so she posted it on Facebook. But it's not like You couldn't have got
1: a nicer house than that. Yeah. Or if
0: she was like, Yeah, this house cost two hundred and fifty grand. Yeah. And we paid cash. (laughs) Like that is so This house was a quarter of a
1: million dollars. (laughs) Okay. It was two hundred and fifty thousand. Calm down. Half a million dollar home.
0: Like just post on there be like, me and my boyfriend are making this next step in this house, and exactly, um, we're very excited. Not, yeah, we paid cash for this thing,
1: <laughs> and, well, it, and it's it's one of those things too. If someone asks, you don't have to like you know comment on it like, oh, how much is your house, and just type eight hundred thousand dollars, and and then expect <laughs> people to not be like, holy shit, like that's a lot of money yeah. for a house. Yeah, but also like trailers. But also, you can send them a message. And be like, well, it was, we got it at a really good time. It's, it was pretty expensive. And just be humble with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing with people that brag is they they don't even know what the word humble means. Nope. And if they do, they don't know how to do it. So mm-hmm. I think there's a fine line there between being proud of what you have and then rubbing it in people's face. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I hate to keep bringing it up, but like social media brings that to a tea, you know it's so easy social media is a red flag yeah for fake right. fritz. if they have a facebook get rid of it. just kidding.
1: cancel culture if they got a facebook <laughs> can, they're
0: done for oh, Nito. i think i think another red flag there going off what you said about the chick-fil-a thing where you were that was being caught in a lie yeah it happens once it's like okay like you just really didn't want to hang out if it continues to happen you catch somebody in a lie I feel like something needs to be said or I don't know. That's not a very good situation to stay in. See, and, like
1: and that's the thing that's so tricky about lies is, I mean, overall, what else can you really do? Like if someone lies straight to your face and you've got, you know, you've got your receipts, you know exactly. They said they were doing this and you're like, they didn't do that. I've got proof. They didn't do that. Whatever. Whatever. It's like, how do you take that next step? Like you said, you know, they do it once, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Once you get past that first time, you know, if they keep doing it, I think personally, you probably just got to cut that off. I agree. Because I think with most of these, some things like with bragging and stuff, you know, people can be arrogant and can be jerks, but I don't think that necessarily like deems the person in total as bad. But I feel like lying is probably one of those things that's pretty it's pretty unforgiving because once you're lied to once, that's your trust. Yeah. And it's then gone. once your trust is shot, you know, you don't really have a lot of faith in whatever they're saying, you know, bearing anything. So it's
0: would you put lying and like flaking on the same kind of aspect or is that two different things? <laughs>
1: I'd say if you flake in terms of like if you're invited to something over and over and over and you just don't show up, I wouldn't really say that you're lying. If you had good intentions or you did have any intentions of doing it and anything came up, I'd say it probably depends on what anything is. Yeah, no. Like if you're, and again, happens <laughs> to me more often than not. <laughs> If you're gonna tell me that you're gonna hop on Xbox and play with me and, you know, I'm I'm waking up earlier, I'm staying up late waiting for you to get on and, you know, it's three AM and I ain't heard nothing, I'm like, Okay. I should have known that you know I'd almost consider that's the same thing. You flaked on me because you didn't show up, but you lied to me because you told me you were. And I think that's where you kinda cross in that gray area yeah is if you know i ask you to go out to eat and you genuinely just don't feel like eating or something pops up that you really want to do instead of you know saying hey i had this come up i'm gonna do this instead you just be, ah, i don't think i'm gonna go and then you go do that i wouldn't really consider that a lie as much as it is flaking yeah but if you straight up like, no, nah, I'm really sick. I, I'm not, there's no way I could go do that. And then I catch your, you know, you're out doing something. I'm like, okay, well, that was a lie. <laughs> yeah. Piece of shit. But I mean, like. Yeah. All right.
0: For my final statement here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a little heated for the for the okay. podcast here, okay? Something that absolutely <laughs> grinds my gears. Listen up, folks. If you're on Snapchat. And you get a message from me and you're swiping that thing over just to where you can just see what I say, but it doesn't open it. You're my least favorite kind of people. And if it is on there for more than like an obnoxious amount of time, like eight hours or something, you ain't answering me. Unless you're like doing something serious. Like, okay, I I don't even know an example. That's how bad it is. It pisses me off. So if you're doing that, please stop everybody. And I tell My girlfriend is the world's worst at it because I'll see her do it to people. And I'm like, just answer them. If you don't want to do it, just say no. And I feel like I'm good at that at just being like, if I don't, or if I can't do something or I don't want to do something, (laughs) I will tell you, but, or if I have something come up, but if you are just leading them on for hours, just leaving that message unopened,
1: I don't like you. Okay, well, here I, I gotta get some clarification about this because I'm, I'm here. You for may you. hate me, but if you hear my reasoning, my deductive reasoning, okay, you might you know give a little exception.
0: I, I mean, I'm kind of culprit of it sometimes. So
1: but not to that extent. <laughs> so what if you're what if you slide it over to read it, just so you can prepare to know what you're gonna respond. That's okay. And then you let it go, and you're like, okay, they asked me this. Hey, so-and-so, I'm, or like, for instance, I have a wife. So yeah. it's like, hey, so-and-so asked if I wanted to do something. So instead I open it and then, you know, I mean, oh, they read it. I'm expecting a response right now. I leave it. I've already read it, you know, five minutes. Hey, wh- what, are you, what do you think about this? Do you want to do this or not really? And then once I get my answer, I slide, oh, I got this planned, or, oh, I don't really feel like doing this, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I... I'd say it's more just a preemptive thing. Like I don't want to slide open something and be hit with a curveball yeah. and maybe be like, okay, I know I was supposed to be doing this later, but that fell through, I think. I don't want to, you
0: know, kind of be put on the spot. See, in that situation, that's why I think that Snapchat allows that for to kind of, like, not jump into something and be like, oh, crap, i got to answer them within, yeah. like, five minutes, especially, like, in your situation with Elizabeth, if she, like... You had to ask her first, which, I mean, I do the same thing. Um, But it gets to me whenever, like, you're avoiding the situation so much, and it's pretty much like leading somebody on to the point to where it's been two hours, we're about to leave. I didn't ask anybody else because I was waiting on your answer. You know, that's when it starts to irritate me. Yeah,
1: no, see, I, I totally get that perspective where it's more of I legitimately only care about what you're getting ready to say and you already know what I said, but you're just not giving me the courtesy of giving me an answer. Or if I ask you a question and I, I expect you to tell me the truth, if you just open it and leave me on red and don't yeah. reply to my stuff, I'm like, okay. That gives
0: me more of an answer than just leaving it Yeah, red I, at
1: least open. I know that you saw it. Yeah. At least I know he's like, oh crap, he caught me in something. Or, oh crap, I forgot I was supposed to do that. That gives me some, you know, sense of morality compared to the people. that's like, mm, yeah, my phone died at 8 a.m. this morning. I've been doing whatever. I ain't had a charger for the past three weeks. And that's why <laughs> I just opened your Snap a month later. Yeah. Like, no, no one does that. If you do, you're a sociopath. Yeah. If you can have a notification on iMessage or Snapchat, I don't care about Facebook. Facebook's a cesspool. If you have a message on Snapchat or iMessage or Android, whatever, and you don't click on it because you're like, I don't want to talk to that person. I literally want to run your head through a railroad spike. Thank that you. drives me insane.
0: Me too. It's it's almost disrespectful in the aspect of this person is... Taking on, their
1: time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Taking their time to ask you if you want to do something, which would, should make you feel good inside. But, I mean, I get it. Everybody, like, they don't want to go out on the weekends every weekend. But, like, have enough balls to just say, I don't feel like it or yeah. I have something that I'm doing. Whenever, like, you even see on Twitter, like, I saw a tweet the other day. It said, if you're on delivered, just know that I'm ignoring you because I'm on my phone all the time. And I'm like, that is just so messed up to me. You're such um, a piece. Unless it's, <laughs> the only logical situation is if you're actually doing something that would restrict you from being on your phone, or if it's like a very thought out question that they're asking you about something very serious that you need time to think about. Yeah. Like say you got in an argument or something and they're like kind of bashing you a little bit. You want to cool down to try to like... Do you want to
1: say something out of the heat of the moment? Yeah. Or do you want to let it cool off so that way you can, you know, compose yourself?
0: But I think there's even a line with that as well. Like you need to... That person's waiting on your response, obviously. Don't lead them on all day. But there, there's... I'd say that goes both
1: ways too. Yeah. If you're going to say something pretty hothead, and this is what I always tell Elizabeth, if you're going to come at me sideways, don't be surprised when, you know, I come back. Because... (laughs) I'm not the one like if you're going to talk trash to me there's a good chance I'm going to say something back Mm -hmm. and whether you know I I may totally be in the wrong but it's the way you address it with me if you're honest and say hey could you please help me do this and I genuinely forgot about it or I just you know wasn't paying attention when you said it that's one thing but if you're just well glad to see you didn't do this (laughs) that comes across a totally different way to me. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm glad you, I didn't see you do this, this and this. And then boom, you just created an argument over something that you could have just said politely and it would have got done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just, how, how, how do you want your day to go?
0: Yep. It's literally, you <laughs> I mean, have, You have can make that decision, right? Dave? Yes. How am I going to phrase this thing that I'm about to say? I, I'm, I'm really bad about that too. Sometimes like if, if I'm in a bad mood, and <laughs> sometimes I say things out of context, but I feel like it, I come back from it okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. So since we've talked a lot about, you know, all these negatives that are associated with our bad, toxic friends, mm-hmm. um, what do you think are some good ways that we can avoid conflict as a whole? Like in any of these situations or any of these types of friends, what are some things that you can do to potentially you know, just overall solve mm-hmm. your issue.
0: That's a good question. I'm glad that you asked it. Cause I've been kind of wanting to say like, I feel like how we were talking about with your long distance friends, your friends that you don't talk to as much. I want to start making more of an effort to once a month, you know, just be like, what's up? How you doing? Because whenever they do it to me, it makes me feel good. You know, mm-hmm. um, I feel like at the end of the day or even like end of the month, if you just had that one conversation, yeah, it kind of just clears the air a little bit and because we're all doing our own thing and I don't want any of my friends to think that I'm not talking to them on purpose. Cause there's some that I don't talk to as much and yeah. that I wish I could. And um, I'm going to start trying to like make more of an attempt to do that. And I feel like that's something we all could do is just like I said, once a month, just send out a text, like, how's it going? How's school, how's work, whatever. Yeah. I think that's a good way to kind of avoid stress from these situations
1: i think i try to do that whenever i see someone post something or you know comment on like instagram post or slide up on their snapchat and just be like hey dude glad to see you're doing that hope you're having a good time just yeah. just something like that to even if you're not trying to make a full-blown conversation out of it just kind of you know giving them a tap on the shoulder like hey just so you know like i still see you and I'm still cool with you. I just want, you know, I hope you're doing good. Like stuff yeah. like that.
0: Mm-hmm. It and, goes a long way. It really yeah.
1: does. And I think that, you know, helps eliminate a lot of like what you were saying, just the wondering. Like, well, I wonder if me and him were on good terms or not because we ain't talked since, you know, this day or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people just don't want to talk. Like, if you send, you know, five, six Snapchats in a row and it's stuff that I'm, you know, not really interested in, or, you know, don't expect me to reply to some random off-the-wall crap if I'm, like, just got home from work. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, that's partially on me. I I need to, you know, go out of my way to either say something just be like, yeah, that's cool, or whatever, to at least, you know, let them know that I'm not angry or mad at them, but also, like, don't be blowing me up with stuff when it's... Like, there's a limit to whenever... I agree. Like if I'm trying to talk to you and I can clearly tell that you're not in a talking mood, I shouldn't keep sending you stuff because I don't feel like that's really making the situation better.
0: Yeah, and I feel like one good thing about situations like that is it's pretty normalized to just once the conversation's over, you just don't answer. Yeah, and there's sometimes where I bet people's feelings get hurt or something like, oh, why didn't they answer? But most of the time, it's like, okay, the conversation was over, and yeah. most if it, if it's dying like that. Most of the time, you're both kind of wanting it to be over. Yeah. You're like, who's going to say the last thing here? Is yeah. it- and then it's like, did you just send an emoji or something? And then you're yeah. like, okay, it's over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I totally agree with that. I would say um, another thing that you probably should have, like not necessarily that you could work on, but something that you should definitely do when you're when you have these types of friends is learn to harness your power of ignoring people. And I know that's kind of backwards for what I just said with the... You know, you don't want to necessarily ignore your actual friends. Mm -hmm. But it's more so ignore the actions of your negative friends. If there's someone that's being the energy vampire and they're coming in there... And I mean, just sucking all the fun out of the room. You got to come right behind them and just basically bully the crap out of them... To the point where they're jumping and dancing and having a good time. Yeah, Because if you if you let that negativity, you know, wear off on you, it's going to be the same thing. You're going to become who you're hanging out with. So you don't want to hang out with all these people that are constantly down in the dumps and, you know, nothing is ever right. Nothing's ever good. Mm -hmm. If you hang out with positive people, you're going to be positive. I agree. And I think if you ignore almost 90% of this stuff, I'd say there's a couple like with the line and stuff, you don't really want to ignore that. But like, if you if you see people going to these extremes just to either feel good about themselves or brag or whatever, just don't care. I yeah. mean, they're the ones hurting themselves. If True. if so and so's bragging about, you know, how many dirt track races they have won, I don't care. <laughs> so why am I gonna let myself get in the position where it's like, I care that so and so won twenty seven dirt track races. like I mean Yeah. I I literally could, I could not care less if I tried, but it's.
0: I feel like there's a line there too, as far as uh, these things like that are negative, negative happening to you. When is, when do you be like, all right, I'm starting to notice these things. I need to start caring or I yeah. need to stop ignoring them and do something about it. Or there on the other side, it's like, eh, I'm just going to keep letting it happen. Cause it's not that bad. I'm just going to keep ignoring it, you know?
1: I'd say there, there's levels, and I mean, we said there's levels to everything. But I mean, depending on what the, the negative is, I'd say with, like, the energy vampire, someone can be miserable their whole life, and people are going to be friends with them regardless. If you're constantly negative, and I just pretend like you're not being negative, and I'm mm-hmm. the life of the party... I don't really see that as a bad thing as long as everyone else acknowledges and they think the same way you do. Yeah. If everyone's in a upl- an uplifting good mood and there's just one negative Nancy, let them be negative if there's literally nothing you can do. True. yeah. But at the same time...
0: Be able to block that out, kind of.
1: Yeah, if it's someone that's like hating on you and you know they're hating on you, I wouldn't ignore that. If you think it's just like a, a off chance thing and they just Mm -hmm. did it like one time maybe you know rushed under the rug whatever like they were just talking to someone that didn't know the context yeah Eh, whatever but if you constantly hear like another friend yeah they've been talking all this crap about you either ignore them and just don't be friends with them or i'd say you know do the i would i want to say manly thing but do the grown-up thing and just Mm -hmm. call it out because, I mean, yeah. as soon as you address it, either they're going to lie or they're going to own up to what they did. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, yeah, I know I didn't do that, I didn't do that. So-and-so said you did, so-and-so said you did. Are you saying are, that they're lying? No, no, I ain't saying it. And then that, you know, kind of, that gives you the resolution you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But I think with the situation with um, people that, you know, are just negative and whatever... If you just ignore those people, they're eventually going to be like, "Well, me being in a bad mood literally means nothing to these people." <laughs> yeah. So you know, either I'm going to die, and they're still going to be in a good mood partying, or I need to be in a good mood and party. So.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. It's just overall a hard situation because in in movies, you see these people stand up to people like you're yeah. like, "You need to stop doing this," but in real life, like I don't. <laughs> I've never seen that happen. Like yeah. a friend calling but, out a friend.
1: When is the situational awareness, you know, so yeah. strong? It's like, oh shit, I'm about to see something go down. Yeah. And you're not looking at it like the movie goer. Mm-hmm. Like you're not putting yourself, you know, like the the school shooter. Oh, if they break in, I'm going to be the one to save the school. Like that mentality. No, you're like, I'm going to be the guy on the couch, like watching all this unfold. Yeah. And when that stuff happens, you're like, Oh, shit, so-and-so's mad at them. They're going to get up and punch him in the face. Yep. Are you going to be the ground-up to be like, uh, no, you don't need to fight. This is stupid. You need to get your stuff together. You need to get your stuff together. And then that'd be the end of it. Are you going to be one of those people that fall prey to the the FOMO? The, like the Oh, I, I really want to watch these people fight. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting into it. I'm getting hyped. Where's my fight? Exactly. Record it. <laughs> exactly. Those are the people that cannot be trusted. Yep. Because I hate that, all they want to do is just get the reaction of what's happening. They care nothing about the actual conflict. Yep. If it's, somebody's like getting hurt or anything.
0: And it's easy to be like a yeah, bystander. I'd bystander. I'd step in and, or say it at least, I'd yeah. step in and I'd break it up. But once it happens, I feel like most people are going to be like that and just kind of like a bystander. And yeah. I'd like to think of myself as if I would like try to jump into something like that and be yeah. like an instigator in a, well, not an instigator, but. a de-escalator yeah de-escalator um but you don't really know until you're in that situation you know and i feel like a lot of people fall victim to just like the movie going uh mentality of just just watching and it's the same with like fake friends and calling them out it's a whole lot easier just to let it be ignored and just let sweep it under the rug instead of being like hey man i don't like what you've been doing yeah, yeah, it's so much easier. You should, to you should
1: really it. like try to pay attention to this and see if mm-hmm. you can see where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be another good either not necessarily method of avoidance, but a good tactic to use with any time you see some, you know, fake shit going on. Mm-hmm. Call it for what it is. Be like, hey, you've been really to me here recently. You know, you've been taking advantage of me. You've been taking my money. You've been mooching off me why do you think that's happening? Like, why do you think that you're trying to do all this? Is it because you don't want to, you know, spend your money? Is it because you don't feel like that I'm contributing enough to the friendship? Is it because you feel like that we have to, you know, split everything 50 50 for this to be a friendship? Like there's, there's a lot of situational stuff, but Mm -hmm. I'd say definitely overall, just be aware Like, if if it's happened once, it's probably going to happen again, and until, you know, you kind of kick it out of happening over and over, you either have to find a way to avoid that person and just ignore them, or you have to kind of find a means to deal with it.
0: I agree, and I think that's what we should leave with our listeners, is just, if you, if somebody's came to your mind while listening to this, don't be afraid to, you know, stand up for yourself, because... At the end of the day, if it's bringing negativity instead of positivity, it needs to not be in your life. So I think that's all we can leave them with. Yeah. What do you think?
1: And I'd also like to add to that and say, just don't walk out and literally call every single one of your friends a fake friend. Yeah. Because they, everyone does some fashion of this. The only kicker is there's some people where that is their entire personality. And then there's some people who just have this tendency to, you know, brush over it. So I mean mm-hmm. there's a fine line between calling someone out when they're in the wrong but also don't, you know, you do this, yeah, you Don't do go this, too quick to you're, yeah. you know, I don't want to be friends with you because they said that you're a bad person like no, it's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But definitely be aware and definitely stand up for yourself.